and there we are. Good afternoon, madam. Good afternoon. How's the fantastic Canada? Um, it's a little cool, but not too bad, to be honest with you. I always look out my window because I'm in my office and there's a window there. So it's good. No complaints. Um, Any snow? Uh, a little bit here and there, maybe a few inches, but certainly nothing uh, to worry about. Uh, no, no, no snow absolutely in the UK, at least in the southeast part where I am at. So, some, some on the top. Uh, so how has been your year this year? Uh, so I'd say the year's been good. Uh, I am looking forward to 2021. Uh, I would say that my garbage cans have been outside the house more than I have been this year. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, hopefully that uh, things get settled and we can all start to get back to normal lives uh, shortly. But uh, I'm used to working at home anyway, so it's not really that big a deal for me. And you are saying the year has started awesome. It's just January the 6th. Nobody yeah. has done anything yet. Have you? Well, I think that once people got back from their holidays in their den or their living room, uh, they started to uh, work again and get back into purchasing and, and looking for things. And uh, yeah, no, I've had uh, I've had a good start to the year. Uh, yesterday was a good day for me. I did uh, get an offer and sold a domain name that is now pending payment. Wow, a dot com one or. Uh, no, surprisingly, uh, and not surprisingly, a two-letter.ca. Tool. Where is your bell? Uh, can I, can I see actually your bell? I remember from the I'd have to find interview. It. I'll, have to, I'll dig it out while we're in the middle of uh, going through it, but it's definitely here somewhere. So two-letter.ca. Yeah. Uh, on the last conversation we had, uh, the live stream, I was asking you, what is your bottom price? What are the prices for your two-letter CAs? And you said uh, 200K. Yeah, so that's true. That's what I label them all as. Um, yes. I think I label them all as buy nows for 200K. And I actually was on Sato the other day looking for uh, new ones. And I saw all the ones that I had listed for 200K. So I knew who they were. So it was one that actually sold for 200K US. They took it at the buy now price. And uh, I'm happy with that. So yesterday was a good start to the year for me. So you sold a two letter CA for 200,000 US. Yes. Which my wife tells me is 253 Canadians, so she's happy oh about God. that. Well, congratulations. Thank congratulations. you. Um, long conversations, short ones? Uh, this was, uh, quite honestly, this was a buy now. I've had no conversation with this person. No conversation at all. So you even haven't got a clue who they are or? No. Or no idea yet. But I did have a, an offer fall through on it uh, maybe a year ago or so. Um, and then they just came back and hit buy now. So, I mean, I have no issue with a buy now at that price for that domain name. And I, on Adam, the next show, I'll be able to tell you what the domain name was. Adam, this is how every every domainer should start their year. I would I would say that most people would be happy with starting out uh, this way. It doesn't happen all the time. It's uh, just happened uh, this year for me. So. So good afternoon, good morning, good evening uh, to everybody who is watching. We have another live stream at Host Maria with one of the most influential domainers in the in the in the domain industry, Adam Dicker. Uh, some say that you are Adam are among top twenty most influential domainers. I would say for me, among top ten most definitely, and there is not a single one top spot. Yeah. So, 
It's been that way for a while, and I feel very good about it. I remember when I worked at GoDaddy, I worked for Bob Parsons. And when one of the lists came out, I was actually above Bob Parsons. So I got to tease him a little, but obviously he was still more influential than I am. Wow. Wow. Nice. And today we have uh, we have conversation in three parts. Uh, first part is the main valuation. Yep. So how does Adam evaluate he, uh, the domain names and valuation tools? Then the second part is we have a we have an interesting an interesting portfolio that has been submitted by an Econs user, um, not an ad advertising to the forum. It is a good place. And the third one is you can start preparing your questions, and Adam will gladly answer them to you. Yes, and I have a couple other treats that we'll throw in along the way, some good information. Of course, as always. <laughs> so how do you start evaluating the main names? So there is a, a formula that I use that most people uh, wouldn't use. Um, and first, I'll start by telling you about the automated appraisal tools that are out there. I mean, there are multiple tools that you could look at. I'm going to share my screen for a second because I picked a yes. random domain and I put it in uh, multiple tools, and uh, you'll be able to see how well the appraisals went. So okay. I just picked appliances.com. It was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, GoDaddy prices at $25,000. Uh, that obviously doesn't take into consideration of whether there's a business attached to it or any revenue or anything like that. Yes. Then I went to Estabot, and I got quite a different appraisal. Here it says it's basically almost $1.2 million. Wow. So you can see there's quite a range. And then I went to another tool called the free valuator, which shows me it's worth about 504 pounds. So, I mean, you can basically see from that that uh, there is a huge difference as far as appraisals go and online appraisal tools. Um, I put zero value into an online appraisal or even an appraisal that comes from a, a company or, or a corporation. So I would suggest that nobody ever purchases an online appraisal. The only purpose of an online appraisal is for you to put it up on your wall and maybe feed your ego that you may own a domain name worth a million dollars, but uh, that's never going to be what the valuation is. And then if you want to do that, use Estibot. Yes. Yeah. Well, in this case, it depends. You may want to try a few of them and then see which one you get the highest valuation. But the bottom line is you won't be able to take it to your bank and get a, a personal loan or a mortgage based on the Estebot or any other valuation. I personally right. love Estebot. Uh, Estebot certainly has uh, a lot of uses. Um, it was started by a friend of mine, uh, who Luke Lazan, who I worked with back in 2004. Um, and he's a, he's a really great guy, always has been. He's based in Chicago. And uh, I can't say enough nice things about them, but yes. it's uh, the bottom line is an online uh, appraisal tool is is only good for your ego. There's a lot of other great things that Estebot and other, other exactly. properties owned by uh, Luke. But uh, as far as that goes, to do a real uh, domain appraisal, and I'll, I'll post this. I'm launching the uh, adamdicker.com on the, about the 15th of this month. So I'll post this uh, appraisal valuation tool. Yes there. Basically, you need to consider um, really um, the value of a domain is only what a buyer is willing to pay for it. Now, you can put an intrinsic value on a domain name by figuring out how many potential buyers there are for your domain name. That is one of the best indicators on how valuable it's going to be. So, for example, if you have uh, dentures.com, 
you could have 10,000 buyers. If you've got uh, floridadentures.com, you may have 5,000 buyers. If you've got Miami Dentures, you may have 500 or 1,000 buyers. But they're more targeted and they're more unique. So the, one of the real factors is uh, how well you can get ranked uh, for your keywords, how competitive it is. So you can look at something like Google AdWords, not because you want to buy AdWords, but because you can see if you own Florida Dentures, who's actually, or Miami Dentures, who's actually currently buying those keywords and spending money on those keywords right now. Those would be the best targets to target to try to sell your domain to because they're already acknowledging that spending money on those keywords brings them in revenue. That's one of the key things to look at. Again, always how big your clientele is. You can look at how long the domain name is. You can look at a lot of other factors to help you decide on how valuable the domain is. Um, a general factor uh, that I use even with CA is that a .ca is worth uh, a tenth of the .com. But again, that depends on a lot of things. That's just assuming you have the domain name. Obviously, if you've got a business and you've got revenue on it or you've got lead generation or something coming through that domain now, that adds more value to it, um, to your EBITDA, which is earnings before interest taxes and everything else. So, I mean, there's a lot of things to look at. Really, it's about who you could get interested, the size of the companies that would be interested in the domain names and where um, the, how many potential companies could be interested in it. It's nothing to do with uh, what some company tells you that it looks nice on paper and it looks good. So help me, let me broker it for you. So nothing like that. That doesn't give you any help as far as getting money for the domain name or selling it. Okay. Adam, I can't stop thinking about your recent sale. God, quarter million once again, or fifth, one fifth, uh, or quarter in Canada. Well, I hope that's not the end of my year, by the way. I hope that's just the beginning of, of what is to come. Adam is just waking up. Yeah, well, it's, it gives me a good start to uh, today's January the 6th, and now I hear the dog barking as well. Here, have a treat. Awesome. Live TV, have a treat. I keep the treats on my desk so I can keep oh. her quiet. Very nice. Uh, Adam, so appliances.com. Yes. So Estibot gave one million. Yeah. Godaddy twenty-five thousand, and another one gave uh, five hundred pounds. That's seven hundred dollars. That's fine. The dog can bark. That's absolutely beautiful. So, how would you proceed with that domain name? So, I mean, for that domain name, the first thing I would do, and again, it's just a random domain I I put in about uh, ten minutes ago, and basically what I said was um, I would start looking to see what companies sell appliances. Uh, and again, it's, it's too generic because most people that are, are watching the show won't have generic domains like that, but they may have something like, uh, I don't know, I'm just picking Miami Appliance Store or something like that to see. Yes. I mean, it could be anything and it could be a good geo. Uh, geos allow you to, they shrink your target market, but they allow you to get to who you want to sell. Uh, the best example I always give is, um, the, I don't know if I've done this with you before, it's the um, chair. Whereas... If you Google a chair, you're going to get a huge amount of people that are, are trying to buy a chair. But if people Google leather chair, they're going to get more specific on what they need. If they Google uh, black leather chair, you've knocked them down so they're not thinking about pool chairs anymore, lawn chairs, bar stools, anything like that. But if you go black leather executive chair, you know exactly what people are looking for. So it's not bad to have a targeted domain 
like Miami landscapers, like, and I'm just sticking with Miami today, but anything to do with something like that, you have a good target audience, especially in the services industries where you can generate leads for them and uh, actually bring in business uh, to help them sell, uh, the help you sell the domain name or, or to do something else. So, and back to appliances. <laughs> yep. And, and to the numbers. So yep. what, do you say, what do you say, what would be the market price? I think I'm going to let the dog out of my office of course, in a second. Of course, of course. Um, for appliances, I mean, it's. I'd have to look at the site. I haven't looked. We can, at we it. can, we can put up an ad, and you can let our the dog out. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. So we'll be back in a sec. Sure. We're back. Good. So while we were on that uh, commercial break, which by the way was quite nice, good music. Um, I did take a look at appliances. Yes. It's just a landing page, uh, so that right away diminishes the the value because you're not selling a business along with it. So if I had okay. to get, and then I have to look at how many people are available that could afford to buy a name like that. So uh, brand manufacturers like Maytag or or whoever they are. Um, that would be interesting, something like that. So are you saying just a single thing that there is a landing page takes down the value, diminishes the value? Uh, the I, I would say it like, like that. Yes. I would say it diminishes in a sense because any history of the domain name uh, that shows up or anything that's already indexed, there's no actually valuable traffic. Now, if I was a domainer, which well, obviously I am, I would tend to put up a review site. Uh, for appliances while I was selling them so that I yes. could get some valuable uh, links and products indexed so that no matter what company purchased it, they would benefit from that traffic later. So to me, that's what I would do personally. Okay. But, but it doesn't it doesn't take away from the value of the domain because that's what they're selling. It does take away uh, the yes. perceived value to a potential buyer because they look at it and they say, well, he or she is not using this domain right now. So it's obviously for sale and they've been holding, then they can look and see how long the person's been holding it. And that gives the buyer a little bit more negotiation power. It doesn't mean that you're going to sell it, but it means whoever has it is probably more likely to sell it if they get a decent offer. Okay. And so, and people are changing, somebody's connecting new and maybe if you are here for the first time, so we have, we have three parts for the conversations. And the first part is Adam talks about technical side of one of he covers one of the sides of the domaining uh, of the domaining uh, business. Then we are going into portfolio review, and on the third part, the comments or the questions you are asking, I will put them up on the screen, and Adam will open. Uh, Adam will answer on them. I will put up on the screen only those questions that are like spot on relevant to the, to the to the things Adam is talking about. But the rest, I can I do see those comments. Just wait till the third part and we'll put, up, put them up on the screen. Thank you. And the other point is that just because I value a domain name at a certain price, 
also has some relevance, but not that much. Because again, it's going to be based on what the buyer is willing to pay for it. A buyer knows what the domain is worth to their business. Spending $200,000 or $300,000 to a multi-million dollar, billion dollar company is not much. But the value they may perceive or see out of having appliances.com may have some extreme value. Whereas a smaller company who's just starting out will never see the light of spending that kind of money on a domain name. So appliances.com, what would you say? What would be a fair price for it? Um, so one of the things I look at when, when you're evaluating a domain name is I look at the value of the products. Okay. So the value of the product on appliances is much uh, better than something like limo.ca or limo.com, whereas a limo ride could be 50 bucks, could be a couple hundred bucks, whereas an appliance, you could be buying appliances for your new house and it could be seven, $8,000 for all of your appliances or higher. So it really depends. So even if you set it up as a, an affiliate site and you're making 10% on that, you could be making $800 as a commission. So the value of the domain name uh, goes up based on the value of the product or service that you're selling. And you should always keep that in mind. If you're selling uh, smaller things, um, then it's uh, it's going to be, the domain name won't be as valuable as if you're selling bigger things. Now, they may be harder to sell, but if you're targeting and using the right advertising and your index properly, you're still going to get the traffic and people are going to look for a front-loading washer machine and then they'll come to you and they'll be able to see reviews for 10 different ones and then they can decide based on that which one they want and you could have them forwarding to 10 different affiliate programs or wherever you want. So for a domain like that, I would say that uh, Estebot is more correct on their evaluation than GoDaddy and I would probably say it's close to, a, it's a million dollar uh, domain name for appliances. For the right buyer. For the right buyer. What about the historical sales? Do you consider them? Um, it depends on the domain name. To be honest with you, uh, not really. Uh, I know a lot of people view those like they would view uh, an appraisal where they think because somebody says sells uh, Adam's gold, that Jerry's gold is going to be worth the same amount of money. But Adam bought that domain and not Jerry. And Adam knows what he was willing to spend and not Jerry. So I think that that is also uh, people always register variations of domain names once they see a big sale in the news. But that's not yeah. the same thing. You're not buying, you're not showing them a house right beside it that's exactly the same, that's an alternate house with the same features and benefits. You're showing them appliances as opposed to, um, I don't know, city appliances. I mean, it's not the same. You can, uh, depending on the branding and things you do, you can try to build it up, but it is definitely not the same as, as appliances. So even if you have like, uh, I don't know, blue flamingos, pink flamingos, red flamingos, whatever it is, they're not all the same, even though pink flamingos are are much more sought after than anything else for lawns and things like that. But there are many ways that you could show that uh, even cities, you can't think that Miami landscaper is the same price as Fort Lauderdale landscaper or Denver landscaper or whatever it is. Populations come into play when you're talking about geos. Um, there's a lot of cities that have uh, many more meanings. So for example, you could have like Frankfurt and it could be Actually, Franklin is the one I'm trying to think of. Franklin has about 20 or 25 different cities in the U.S. Some of them have almost no population. Some of them have a huge population. So if you're going to stick to a geo domain, try to sell geos with cities in any country or state or province, pick one that has multiple locations because your chances of selling it are much better. So, and okay. 
So previous sales, so historical similar says sales should not really influence your decision. What about number of searches? So number of searches should influence it. And also another big factor is how much did you pay for the domain name? That should influence it. Because if you spent $80,000 on the domain name, obviously you can't price it at 25 or 30 and be happy with that. So, but if you got it at $10 and then you get a $20,000 offer, that's a little bit different. So um, historical searches, um, not so valuable. Uh, you need to think about what budget that you had on the domain name. Have you spent any money on the domain name? Did you put money into developing it? Have you um, done anything with it? Have you got parking revenue from it, which would be a positive towards it? So you have to look at a, how much money came in and how much money has been spent. How much money have you spent in renewing it? Maybe it's a premium name. Maybe you bought it off after Nick for $3,500 and now you're only spending $15 a year, but you have to add those numbers up before you go to sell it. Um, and then you have to you have to consider all that. Uh, your question was about the length, or was it about? No, no, no. It was it was about. So we would we would uh, so we would go to Google AdWords. Yes. And we will put in that keyword. And yes. And then we would, we will see different uh, different results. Yes. How many searches for that keyword there are? Maybe cost per cost cost per click as well, and stuff like that. all the good stuff like that. Yeah, that that's important to a point, but I don't really care about how much people are paying for it. What I do care about is, um, and I, let me rephrase that, I care how much people are paying for it, but I care more of who is buying those keywords because those are potential buyers. Now, if I want to do some math and figure out if it's $2 a click and they're spending about, they're getting 200 clicks, then I know how much they're spending per month right away. And I can take that into consideration. I call them up and say, okay, it's two bucks a click. You're getting 200 clicks. You're already spending $400 a month in the domain name. Don't you think it would be better if you bought it for what you'd be spending on a year of it and actually own the domain forever. And, and then you sell it for $4,000 or whatever it is, 3,500 and they're saving two months and they own it now and they own that keyword. And if they build a site on it, they're going to continue to get traffic and rank well without having to pay for it. So that's something to consider. So do you, do you actually research advertisers yourself? Uh, yes. And yes. What, tools, what tools do you use? I'm sorry. What tools do you use? Oh, I just use uh, the old uh, Google uh, keyword suggestion tool. There's another keyword called good keywords that I use. Uber suggest is another very good keyword. Yes. Uh, Uber suggest. I use SEM rush for a lot of things. Oh, fantastic. Um, there's a lot of, of really good keywords, but if you're just trying to find basic um, CPC and you're not really looking at uh, setting up a whole bunch of keywords and dominating a topic, then you can basically look at any tool to get the basic tools. I also use a tool that I have built into my browser um, that what it does is it automatically, every time I do a search, it shows me the CPC. So let me go back and just quickly share my screen so you can see that. Uh, it's kind of a cool little tool. I hope I remember uh, what it is, but it'll show me. So when I go to here, can you see my screen? Yes. So when I type in appliances without the .com, it will go ahead and uh, I've made the see, it, see it pops up oh, there. Cool. Yes. 165,000 searches a month. CPC is 181. And there's a lot of competition for it. It's ranked to number one. And then if I slide down here, it's called, uh, it shows me uh, all of the other related searches, what the top ones are and what people also search for. There's Rona and the actual tool, which is uh, is called uh, 
it's just a, a cap, capital K. I have to figure out what the actual tool is, but I have it installed in my browser. So I'll take a take a quick look and check there. <laughs> Let me just take a quick look under. Uh, so, so I removed your screen share. Okay. So Otherwise, last week I I, I did a we did, we had a really awesome live stream, and I and I was numb enough to share my screen. Mm. Some files that were not for everybody uh, had to delete the, the live stream. Can I share back the screen? Uh, give me one second because I'm just yeah. looking for that name of that extension. Um, it won't be long because I'll recognize the icon as I scroll through. Um, tons of them. Yeah, I. I I'll have to look and see which one it is, but it's a it's a Browser keyword. Should be quite slow, no? No. No. Okay, we can go back. Uh, I don't have it, so I'll just stop the sharing no, for now. But I'll I'll find it while we're we're talking. But it's it's a very good tool because it puts it right in your browser. Once you once you scroll uh, over the icon with with the mouse, it should give up the name. Yeah, you'd think, but it, the problem is it's not an icon in the browser. Oh, it it's is just, extension. Okay. It yeah. Is an extension. Yes. So. Uh, oh, it's called Keywords Everywhere. Keywords Everywhere. Yep. You have mentioned it before, and I wanted to put it up. And... Uh, it's, just, it's just a pretty good tool. It connects to your Google yeah. API. It costs like a, like a penny for maybe 100 queries or something like that. I think I put $10, and it's lasted me almost a year. So oh. it's pretty good. Very nice. It's a pretty good tool. Do you remember the, your story about your bell? Well, of course I do. I know it's in my desk here. I, I'll if we oh, have no, another commercial, have... I just have to look. But I know it's the problem is my desk is the, uh, the bell is legendary. It is legendary, and it's been here for a while. I'm just trying to figure out so many different. Oh, I got it. I got oh. it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and awesome. that's the same bell that I used to use before. Just want to make sure the the dog doesn't go crazy with the yeah. bell. <laughs> So what is, what is the story with the bell? Uh, the story with the bell is when I first started out in domains, uh, probably about 20 years ago or close to it right now, I had a goal of making, I don't know, $50 a day or $100 a day. And every time I hit my goal, I rang the bell. And uh, as time went on, the goals got higher and everything. And uh, the bell has lasted through the test of time. Eventually, it kept moving higher and higher. And now it's back out. It's on my desk, thanks to you. Fantastic. Uh, once you... I remember I remember your story you told that at in the very beginning the first part of the day you work on selling domain names yeah the make a sale well it's more uh, more than just make a sale it's anything that is revenue affecting or revenue generating so it could be anything from answering customer service emails to keeping customers happy to working on sending out uh, outbound things for leads answering inbound um, in other words, I would not spend my time worrying about uh, building new sites or new things that I wanted to do. I would concentrate first on everything that I could possibly make money with, and then I would get back to that stuff. Okay, fantastic. So how do we value the domain name then? So quite honestly, the, the only way to really value a domain name is to do your research, find out how many potential buyers could be interested in it, figure out how big the industry is, figure out how many advertisers there are, um, and then apply a formula 
to figure out what you think it could be worth based on how many potential suitors there are. It's the same thing. If you're a, a boy and you go to a party and there's 50 girls, you may have more value than if you go to a party as a boy and there's already 10 girls and 500 boys. So you have to know uh, how many suitors are available for your potential domain name. And then you have to write yourself a good uh, script um, and a good sequence, as I like to call it, where you know you're going to follow up. And we've talked about before, you send an email, you make a phone call, always make a phone call, add them to LinkedIn, follow up with another email, follow up with a phone call. If they don't answer any of your emails, any of your phone calls, at least they'll remember your name so that one of the times they will respond to you and they'll say, God, I think I know who this guy is, but I don't remember from where. But you, at least you've imprinted yourself on their brain. Yes. And that's how you do it. So to, to value it would be, um, I mean, I'll put together some sort of formula that I can post or, or give to you as well to post. But uh, really, it's about finding the right buyer and understanding what the buyer um, will pay. It really has nothing to do with how I personally value a domain name, because that doesn't mean anything. I valued them much lower than I've sold them, and I've also valued them much higher than I've sold them. So you never know. It's not really up to me. Can we talk? Can we talk about average prices of some certain domain names, like twoletterdomain.coms? Sure. What are, what are the average prices of twoletter.coms today? So right now, it seems like the average price is right around a million dollars, anywhere from six hundred thousand to a million, a million two. Um, that seems to be where they're sitting about now. Whereas three letter. Uh, dot coms are sitting at aware around anywhere from I've seen prices anywhere from 30 to 200 depending on who's selling it if yeah. it's a domainer it tends to be much lower and if it's uh, an end user it seems to be much higher so again it really depends and that's why you can't really determine the value of a domain name you can only really determine a range because even for things like uh, two three four five letter domain names you can go by uh, previous sales, but they don't help you because ABCD is not the same as ZZZF. I mean, they're just not the same. So you have to, but to a small company that has initials uh, ZF or WZ, that's the same as having HF or anything else because WZ for WinZip or whatever you want to use uh, could be HF for home finance. The two letter ones have good value. You just have to find the companies um that will actually uh, buy it like the one that i sold to the philippines i mean it was sm now i happen to have that one and it was a a good sale and there's lots of them i wish i kept all the two letter ones that i had because i think i told you this i had about 20 plus uh, at one time and then i had uh, things like indiana.com and I, we talked about this marriage.com and a bunch of other ones so but we can't look back we can only look forward and uh, learn what we can completely refine the portfolio, learning every day and getting better with what we have. Do you still own some twoletter.coms? Uh, I have a couple. Um, so I'll say yes to that. Uh, but most of my investments are in the CCTLD market as far as twoletter.anything. How many inquiries a day do you get? For those domains. Well, you get all kinds of junk inquiries. So uh, serious inquiries, uh, they're not too often. You're only going to ever need one really serious inquiry anyway uh, for anything. So and once it comes in, once an inquiry comes in, serious inquiry for twoletter.com, that's it. That's a buyer. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're not going to, they don't come in and offer you $500. So uh, you can pretty much tell. Hopefully they have the, an idea of what it's going to cost them. And they've, they've done their research too. They know roughly what it's going to cost them. 
but it's the same for the two-letter uh, .cas, .is, .whatever we're talking about. Uh, those are slowly going up in value. And I've said it before, people should invest in their own CCTLD if their own country uh, for two and three-letter domain names, but not .us because the U.S. never accepted it. I was, I was just asked yesterday, and as I have Latvian domains, 30, 31 are uh, LLs, and a guy actually asked me, so why do you sell two-letter LV, so mm -hmm. I guess domain name, for 16,500 euros? Mm -hmm. If your competition, there is another guy who sells them for 1,400. So there is one who sells for 1,400, Mm -hmm. I sell them for 16 and a half. Why there is such a huge difference? Well, uh, he obviously doesn't value the domains the same way you do. And he or she may also need cash flow more than you do. Uh, from what I would say to you is you and I should just get together and buy up all those $1,400 ones because that's a steal. Absolutely. Ab so. ab absolutely. I, I, I'm more than happy to invest in CCTLDs when I know they're a good price and there's good value in them. Uh, I don't think I'll ever stop that. So you just sold the domain name. Awesome. And I bought another two-letter one. Good. Uh, maybe less than a week ago or, or finished the last year with that. I bought pj.lv. Mm -hmm. Private Jets, uh, Private Jets, Papa John's. Uh, Could be anything. Anything. Let's not say Papa John's because it's a trademark, but uh, let's go with private jets or, or pajamas. PJs is pajamas in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, could be, could be anything. You don't see the thing is you don't know what it's for, and the and you don't care. You just want to wait till that one buyer with Procter and and Jamble, which I'm making up, comes to you and yep. and says I want it. And ori so originally the offer was posted on one of my forums. I, mm -hmm. I had a forum just more like a hobby project mm -hmm. and let latvian latvian online forum and somebody posted that and one, one of our members called me up and said hey have you seen that post it must it should be a scam so a guy was asking 50 euros for it <laughs> uh, and that is the benefit of first of all having people that look out for you yes. people that know what your buying habits are and know what you like and the guy was an honest guy or he would have picked it up and sold it to you for a thousand dollars we never believed we never believed it was it was real so uh I, ma I managed to make a deal uh lithuanian guy so from a neighboring country he, and well he was in denmark probably he did some cash for the for the new year of christmas and said so these latvian domain names and, well, yeah, and we even used PayPal. So PayPal, PayPal went as, as a protection for me. You probably got it for 25 euros. Just kidding. No, no, no. 60 euros. 60 euros altogether. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, some, 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 <laughs> some additional expense. So don't tell me you didn't get any gifts from Santa this year because that's a gift. That's a, that's a gift. And it's a beautiful Absolutely. gift. Absolutely. And you'll be able to tell this story in a few years when you sell it for sixteen or twenty or thirty or forty thousand dollars. It'll be a good story that'll always be attached to that domain name. Um, and in your eyes, both me and that guy who sells for fourteen hundred, we're both the cheap ones. <laughs> no, but I mean, again, it really depends. Same with the sixty-dollar guy. I mean, yeah, that's the value that he put on it. You're not up to dispute that. He priced it. Absolutely. You don't go in and complain about in uh, Walmart if there's $60 shoes. You don't say, I want to pay 80 so 
you you buy them at the price the guy puts them at. Now there's lots of deals like that through domainers. Um, you just have to keep an eye on it. There's only certain types of domains that I like to pick up and I like to buy, and not many people know what they are, except me, because I don't want people to know what they are, because I want to be able to continue picking them up. So, but when you see stuff like that, you will uh, you'll jump on it, and what a benefit it is to you. For all you know, that may be the one that sells first and the highest. You don't know. Yeah. And you don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. No. Well, I would if it would sell, of course. It would be awesome. <laughs> it will sell eventually. It will, absolutely, of course. So is there anything else about domain name valuation? No, I think we've covered a good portion of it. I will give you a uh, Excel spreadsheet. Okay, fantastic. In the next, uh, within a week, that will allow you to post and people can put in their domain names. And again, get a rough evaluation based on real uh, things that we can touch, like how many competitors, like how big is the market, like how many buyers are there, where they can actually put in real numbers and get it. Uh, get a rough estimate, but again, that's just a rough estimate and won't tell you what a buyer will pay for it. Hopefully, they'll pay a lot more than the estimate. Oh, fantastic. So uh, now we are moving to the second part. And the second part is, of course, the main name portfolio review. Uh, for those who are watching, you can, everybody can submit to me your domain name portfolios. They can be done through either, either the, the main domain name uh, forums. So Aiken Domains, that's the UK forum. And then uh, NamePros, of course. Name Pro, I see NamePros as number one domain name forum. And then uh, the, the uh, DN forum. Oh my God. What was the, the proper name? Yeah, dnforum.com. Yes, yes, DN forum. I think the name was longer, no? DN forum. Or was no, I shortened it when I had it because I had yes. dnf.com uh, as well. But then I yes, decided DNF. to yes. sell that asset separately. So I went back to DN forum. Uh, one last thing, though, for the appraisal the other thing that will yes. be on the spreadsheet is how, uh, what a CCTLD or TLD is involved in the domain name because that does affect the price okay so we have uh so for the second time in a row that is more like a coincidence that a person comes from aiken domains forum and uh, let us see is the guy here or not no we can't see him yet so here we go the domain names this is the portfolios like this and Adam, shall I put up a list in private chat? Um, yeah, put it up in private chat. I already see the name that's the most valuable here, and he probably doesn't even okay. know it. <laughs> okay, that's that's cool. Let me see the menu portfolio. One second, we are we are getting ready. We are getting ready. And private chat. Here we go back okay so i can read the list anyway my glasses are like binoculars so we're good um, <laughs> so I, this uh portfolio um looking at it you have to look at again as we look at it who are the potential buyers so we look at names like sorbet and we think how many companies make uh, sorbet or how many companies would be interested in the uk in having sorbet.co.uk. So I would guess that would limit us uh, to a handful of names. So that's one of the things that we have to consider. Because I'm Canadian, I know that center is spelt C-E-N-T-R-E because we sell it, spell it the same way as the UK. So yes. server center is also a good name. 
Um, I see some that just have the UK, and, and I know you said that they don't go well without the co.uk. Yes. The one that stands out to me, um, first of all, antibiotics, just because we're in a COVID crisis right now, uh, doesn't really make antibiotics any better. It's a lot like sorbet, but probably even with less uh, potential buyers for it. Bioscan is good. Um, you can probably do lead generation or hook up with a company that does complete body scans or something like that. My favorite here by far is uh, data privacy. So I have, I have a lot of knowledge on data, data privacy, GDPR, uh, CCPA, and quite a few other data privacy laws. So I would say this is something that I'd build up into a huge site and I would speak to uh, build it into a forum um, yes. and get some of the, the big uh, data privacy companies to spend money on advertising. Uh, that would be a huge resource. Uh, there's only one uh, resource in data privacy right now that everybody goes to, and it's IAPP.org. That is the one that everybody goes to. But data privacy is huge. So I would strongly suggest building a super site on that. Your traffic will grow. You'll get a lot of lawyers advertising. There's a lot of things that you can do with data privacy. And it's limitless. You don't have to just t stick to the Euro laws. You can go after uh, a whole bunch of other things, but make sure it's opt-in so you're not breaching any data privacy laws. Wow. So data, 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 So you would see dataprivacy.co.uk as the most valuable of all of them? Yes. What about- Well, the most potential as well. Most potential one. What about gigabyte.co.uk? So, I mean, it's good. Um, right away, I think of probably a, a storage or a hosting site. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's a good name. Uh, probably it would be better for a file storage. Sorry? Potential trademark problems? Um, I, I'd have to, honestly, I'd have to look it up in, in TESS, which is a U.S. Uh, trademark and patent office database, T-E-S-S-N-C. -S but again, he may be only operating in... Uh, the UK. So in that case, he would just have to make sure, obviously, it's not a trademark infringement in the okay. UK. Yes. Or he could try to register a trademark for Gigabyte in the UK if there isn't already one there. Uh, I have to. I have to. I have to say that these additional ones. So in the bottom, carbon car wheels. I mean, that would be good I, for an affiliate site, probably. If you're, if there's such a thing as carbon car wheels, which I'm sure there is. I'm not a car guy. Uh, horse racing and football. I mean, it could be a casino site. Uh, it's a little long, but it's targeted. And mapofireland.com. That would be a good site if you want to do a complete walking tour of Ireland and show some of the places and yes. some of the things and have online stores along the way. Kind of like jerusalem.com. If you take a look what my friend Egal did years ago before he passed oh. away. He built a site, and you can take a complete walk through the city of Jerusalem, and it's like you're in a game walking through, and you can see everything. It's absolutely amazing. Wow. Okay. So and can you give us some numbers? So, uh, so dataprivacy.com. This one will surprise you, but that's a 100K name. 100K name. Yes, okay. data privacy, and every state, every province, every country right now has their own data privacy laws. Absolutely. It's huge. Even a table with all of the laws and some sort of AdSense or something and advertisers over AdSense, you will get a lot of revenue. That's a, that's a name I would probably be willing to help with because I believe uh, it's a really good name. Any names you would drop? Um, 
No, I mean, there could be lots of companies named Orchid. I don't know about Neurotech. Again, that's going to be really specific. Motor Racing, still a good name. Um, but the one that I would really concentrate on is, oh, Hovercraft also good. Illuminations, there's companies even in Canada called Illuminations. So that one should be easy to find multiple companies that go by that that are using a crappier domain right now than that. So that could be a good upgrade. Uh, warming, I would, I mean, you could do that with anything. It could be uh, some sort of, again, appliance, or it could be a barbecue, or it could be a blanket. could be anything. But really, I would stick with uh, um, data, data privacy, privacy on data this privacy. list. Antibiotics, what could be the price? Antibiotics is a tough one because uh, the price could be high if it's the right company, but the companies that are available for something like that are so small uh, that it's tough. Plus, it's also not a com, it's a co.uk. But I have a feeling that uh, data privacy could pay for this whole portfolio and more. So, great. Great. And here, here's a question, and then we'll, we'll roll to the... Uh, I have insurers.co.uk and UK also invest.co.uk. How do you think the plural changes the value? Um, what would you say value-wise? So um, insurers is interesting, but I don't find it um, grammatically correct. And when I say it, invests is good, though. Um, insure. insure. Most people say I need to get insurance. I need to be insured. I need... I'm not sure how you would brand insurers. It's still a good name, but it's to me, it's a bit harder. Invest, invest is used very commonly in a sentence. Yes. People, um, I don't know how I'm trying to think of it. I, it's not I invests. People invests. No, yeah. how would you use it in a sentence properly? Well, think, you would say it is a short version of investments. Invest. Yeah, it could be a, a plural of investments. So I, I think that one has more potential. If I had to value both of those, I would probably say invests. Uh, it's probably a 10 to 20K name. And I would say insurers is probably a, a 5 to 10K name, just based on the domain names themselves without any business attached to them. Obviously, if you have a site or a forum or an investment advice or things like that, and you've got paying clients, it goes up from there. Okay. And then uh, let me change the banner. And we will... So live Q&A session, just a small ad, and then we'll be back to your questions. And please... Type in your domain names, ask for appraisals, or ask more questions to Adam. And we'll jump into them in a sec. Your smile lights up a Okie this ad makes you smile. That's good. Well, I like the song, and it says that you're perfect the way God makes you. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's good. It's, it's a, a bit, it is a bit strange. But when when I did this ad, I thought, well, you don't, you just don't go for the normal corporate music, just the background music. Now break few rules and put something strange, a bit strange but nice. Well, if you just did IT music, it would be quite boring because IT generally is boring. But it reminds me of back when Google used to have video ads and we could use do ads like that and put them in Google. Those were fun. They don't do them anymore. They dropped them probably about eight years ago, but they were good. 
Awesome. Now to questions. So this is a good question. Uh, it's been a question that's been around for a while. Um, and I've answered it uh, before. I'll give you the same answer that I would have given years ago, 10 years ago. It's a valuable um, TLD if it's paired with something that makes sense. So if you're doing a review site and you want to do appliances.info, it's great. If you're doing a sickness site and you have cancer.info or down syndrome.info or anything else where it actually makes sense. Uh, but if you put something like, I don't know, uh, I, I don't even know how to come up, but people put all kinds of ridiculous things that don't make any sense because people aren't looking for information. But if it's something that people are looking for information on, it's going to be a great uh, ending uh, TLD for the domain name. But without that, no. Uh, I remember years ago, I was holding breast pumps at info. Started getting some traffic, but well, dropped it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I got to be honest. I don't currently own any .info domain names. Um, I did have some before. At one point, I believe that .info was being given away for free when they either they first launched or something else, kind of like the, I think it was uh, maybe .be was free or something like that. There were a few of them. Um, but sometimes free is not good. But if you have an information site and you're building an information site and you're going to make money off ads or something like that, it's great. Unfortunately, the resale value of .info, from what I've seen, is not good unless you have a business attached to it. And again, that's just my personal opinion doesn't make it fact. Well, in some cases it does. <laughs> well, um, how do I rate CO versus uh, COM? Do I rate it as a 10%? Um, I'll put that on, it'll be in the spreadsheet that I pass out. Uh, .co has other uh, values to it as well. I would probably not put it at the same value as a .ca, just because in Canada we use .ca a lot, and people would rather have a .ca here now than a .com, uh, whereas yes. I'm not sure that in Colombia that that's the case, where there's any .co's that you've seen that are in use, but it does have the benefit of also being a typo domain for .com. So you may pick up some extra traffic from people forgetting an M, but uh, I can't put it at 10% without knowing how much the domain is used in the country. That's clearly an indicator on the value of a CCTLD. So what is it actually about .co, uh, .co domains? Uh, there is one, this uh, domainer who just announced on Twitter that he has bought business .co. He was so excited. And I was thinking, is he targeting Colombia or not? No, he. I can't really speak for what he's targeting, but it would not be a name that I would think about buying. And it's probably because I'm not targeting Colombia, and it's not yes. probably not because I want to use a .co in Canada, the U.S. So, I mean, maybe it was an existing business. Maybe he's just happy to do a uh, get a domain name. There was a time when people would do press releases on domain names and things that they picked up just to get links indexed. So I don't think okay. that's still the case, but it does give you a lot of incoming links uh, from he's high got, sites. He's, he's got a nice list. Uh, he's a, actually a very, very nice list of dot .co's. Yeah. So listen, some people believe in all of the CT, CCTLDs or TLDs, yeah. and some people will make money on them. Uh, there's no question about it. Maybe he's got experience with it, and, and maybe he will be able to do something great with it. I can't really say for sure. I just know that I only concentrate on... Uh, a few uh, TLDs or CCTLDs, unless I'm talking about the shorter domains or generic domains, then I concentrate on a lot. So which ones are your top ones? 
Um, you know, I don't really have any uh, specifics that I look at. I do look at uh, research on all of the domain names and I look at uh, keywords and things like that, but I look at advertisers and then I look at, okay, if a domain has a really high cost per click and it's got advertising and it's been around for eight to 10 years, I may be interested in picking it up. Okay. Uh, before we continue, uh, there is uh, on YouTube, there is this guy, Wu Dong. If you could if you could uh, ask a question one more time without, or, or put that put that dot uh, dot com into, it's just just separate the words. I I'm I'm unable to release your comment for some reason. YouTube holds it holds it in as a spam or something. I just can't show it. it shows an error. Thank you. So a different type of, and Ingus is uh, he's one of the rare crypto artists. He's quite famous for crypto art. So um, we're talking about the art extension, obviously. Yes. Um, so that one's a little different because it's more specified and it's really niche. And there's a huge niche uh, value in people who obviously create and trade and sell artwork. So I think that one has uh, good potential. I think it's going to take a little while before it really becomes uh, mainstream. But I also think it's going to require a fair bit of branding, which is what artists do. You'll have to be a marketing artist. But uh, I think that the uh, GTLD for that is good. Okay, and I can see the still the user Wu. Look, just where do you see dot? Just say something dot in, in three letters. Just work around the YouTube laws. Thank you. <laughs> Here we go, mothers. Okay, okay, bank guy from a bank. That's good. That's good. So, what about? Hmm. Pharma.codes is an interesting one. Um, you got to think about, I guess, who is using pharma.codes. It would be, I guess, pharmacies. But there's enough pharmacies worldwide to try to figure out what to do with it. Um, you may be able to, I wonder if people Google pharma codes if they get a prescription or they get something on it or something. There may be a way to put information related to each one of the pharma codes specific to each drug and build like a Wikipedia or something like that, and then somehow tie into um, on, online uh, doctor, pharmacy, whatever you could do to see what you could do with it to try to make revenue. But certainly as an information for uh, Wikipedia, it could probably help pharmacists. I know they have books they use right now, so maybe this could be the thing they go to instead of the books. Okay. And it's a tough one. Here's the guy who said, who said thank you for, the, for this one. You're welcome. And Insurance.scot. What do you think now? And compared to Scotland, if Scotland gained independence. So I think it's good. I think uh, is .scot used at all yet in uh, Scotland? That's really going to be the key to that. But if it isn't yet and Scott just came out recently, uh, then the future is bright. And I think it will uh, be a good domain name. The key is to get everybody using the the TLD or the GTLD so it becomes mainstream. Once people start thinking about I should own insurance.scot or I should own something else uh, very similar like, uh, I don't know, uh, food.scot, uh, restaurants.scot, anything like that, and they start to become mainstream, then obviously the value goes up based on the number of people that are using them. Here we go. There are, there are yep. two parts of this one. So .co is marked as, as a global domain. 
for a number of years now. The registry new star was bought by Godaddy last year, and the second part zero itself marks the start of zero. Yeah, I know Frank uh, well. He's a really smart guy. If, if any of you don't know who he is, you should be following him and also listening to him. He's very good at articles and writing. Uh, his point is good that it, it has been accepted. It was one of the first uh, CTLDs that actually came out and went uh, by itself. It was actually put out by a lawyer that I knew very well who started this uh, with somebody else uh, based out of Columbia. I think her name was Lori. And... Uh, She's very bright and very good. She was one of the ones who was able to take a CCTLD and get it to be sold at a lot of uh, key registrars, which helped it become more of a household name and a brand than, let's say, something like that we wouldn't know of right now, like a GR or something like that, that exists, but it hasn't been brought on and, and uh, taken in like .co was. I think I was at GoDaddy at the time when she came in and she met with the executive team and she basically pitched the idea of having it on the platform and having it be a name that uh, people could come in um, and GoDaddy could make a lot of money on selling because the price was low. So she had a really good pitch and uh, it worked and, and the gay name has been accepted and a lot of people believe it. What she did though was she took a CCTLD and built the brand behind it and that's why it became so popular. So it was almost like if you couldn't get the .com, the plan was to tell people you could get the .co and it's just as good. So she had a really good uh, marketing plan. I believe it was her and a gentleman from Columbia who put this together and it was genius. It was uh, genius. She should be set for life now. I don't know about that, but I know she was, she was a very successful lawyer to begin with. Uh, when I met her, I was doing some speaking at the traffic conferences. She was front row with a friend of hers and uh, she's just a, a very bright woman. So yeah, it's definitely been a number of years. My guess is it's uh, since about, uh, GoDaddy probably took it on in about 2007 or 2009. And yeah, I know it was run, well, I didn't know it was run by Newstar at the time, but yeah, GoDaddy took it on because they made a lot of money with it. Have you ever seen .co ranking in search results? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but the, the problem is you don't, sometimes most people, when you Google though, you look for a term and you may not notice the the CCTLD or the TLD of the actual results. You're just yes. reading the results. Yes. But if you pay a closer eye to it, you'll see all kinds of different domains uh, ranking. It's really about high quality content. It's not about uh, the CCTLD or the GTLD. If you've got quality and it matches what people are looking for, Google's going to give you uh, decent search results. So uh, it's all about the quality of the content. But again, like I said, Frank has been in the business for a long time. He okay. writes really good technical articles, and I've been following him and reading and learning from him for a while as far as the technical side goes. So, Frank, we should get you on our show as well. Yes. Yeah. He'd be a and good guest. It does sound like. And I remember there were huge expectations for .co to take over the .com. That that was that was that was the main goal. Yeah, I think a lot of people viewed it as an alternative uh, yes. to .com, uh, but that was also the goal of all of the GTLDs that are out there. That dot um, what was the first one um, dot expert or dot I forget what it was. Um, okay. I bought one of them too, and I, I don't even remember what it was, but I've since dropped all of them. 
Um, I, but that, that was their goal as well with donuts and everybody else that they were going to become the thing and having more variety would kill dot com. But that clearly has not been the case. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. It says if you are an artist, how recommended is uh, if the domain name is artist's name? So he is in Austria. So Ingus actually lives, uh, he keeps traveling all around the Europe. He never settles at one place, but two of the main places he lives is Germany and Austria. Um, if you're an artist, how I recommend is it pick up the domain name artist and if located in Europe, pick up AT. So if you're in Austria, I would definitely say pick up the AT. I would also suggest that you're taking a look at the countries that you're in, that you have rights in in Europe and maybe think about uh, you can definitely get the dot .art if that's what you're thinking of to build a brand. Um, there's no harm in having the dot .art and the dot .at if that's where you're from. And even forwarding them to the same site. Oh, .art actually would be a good, a good thing for him. Yeah. Yes. Well, those are all true, Frank. Okay. Here we have an adult webmaster. Okay. With lots of tube sites. Good evening from Latvia. I have a question for Mr. Adam. I would like to know what is his personal vision for the domain name market in 2021? Thank you. So um, I feel that the domain market is going to continue to grow. There's a ton of opportunity. Um, I've said before, I've only done about 10% about what I want to do in the domain market myself. Um, and that said, even with the crisis around the world right now, there's lots of good and almost premium domains that are dropping daily. Um, and I think that the market is gonna to continue to grow. People always say, is the market all done? Are all the comms taken? Are all the CCTLDs taken? No, I still think we're at a really good place in the internet as far as domains go. And I still think that there's a lot of room uh, for the right marketer and the right salesperson who knows and understands how to buy and sell domain names. That will never change. Um, unless they change some functions of the internet itself, as long as people know how to buy the right names and have some sales and customer service experience, which is not the bulk of current domainers, you will be successful. Future is bright. As they say, the future is so bright, you got to wear shades. <laughs> okay. And here was the, uh, so all this says, hi, hi, all this. And here was the question and Mr. Bull, uh, couldn't put it, put it up, so here you go. So and jobs in mortgage. Um, from this user, yes. Can you? So jobs in mortgage, um, it's an interesting name. Um, it's a lot longer. Obviously, I'd prefer to have, prefer to have something like uh, mortgage jobs where I could try to target people who were uh, looking for jobs inside of mortgaging. But what I would do with this one is I would tie it to one of the job sites as an affiliate and try to uh, build a site for people that are looking for getting a job in the mortgage uh, industry and tie it up to Workopolis or something like that where you get paid for leads. You don't have to do much development, just a little bit to make sure that you uh, get it in there and get it indexed. Actually, you can use a minimal task to get that done. <laughs> yes. A minimal task is good because uh, there's a lot of stuff that takes people a long time to do and maybe minimal tasks can shorten the time frames that it does take people to do certain tasks that they would uh, consider tedious. So that one may be an interesting one. Jobs and mortgage, you're not going to like this, but I always give the honest information. So jobs and mortgage, I would say is like a 500 
to a thousand dollar name unless you do something with an affiliate whereas minimal task could be a three to five thousand dollar name if you put a business behind it and then go up to 20 from there if you get a viable business adam uh times by times you say that you would put up a forum on a domain name so i would say that's pretty much not the case at the moment in the past i would have put up a forum i would yes. have put up a discussion page um, these days i tend to uh, maybe make up a blog group and then forward the domain to the blog group on facebook or wherever you want on sorry a facebook group not a blog group so let's say you want to talk about mortgage jobs and you want to create a an area your audience is so much bigger on social media where people can find you that you don't even know about so i would tend to if i was still running the inform today which i'm not i would convert yes. it over to and i thought about this many times convert it over to a facebook group with the users and have more interaction there and then hit all the keywords and advertise that facebook group but obviously i would set up a different account so it's not under your personal account so if you type something stupid and you get blocked you don't lose your business as well uh, but I, I strongly believe that the social media groups are far more powerful than the forums are these days. Okay, so and how is it going? Are you are you getting that the inform or not? Uh, I have uh, no news on DN forum and me, and there's been okay. no conversation. No conversations. No, not since before uh, the new year. Okay, there is there is some. Um possibilities there are some possibilities for conversations are they oh there's possibilities for everything um there's definitely possibilities for conversations and uh, who knows who knows what the future holds there may be a new forum being started there may be a really good high-end cctld forum uh, that will uh, dominate the domain industry as we see it okay. um, there's lots of opportunity but there may just be a really good education area set up to help people in a facebook group as well there's lots of things that can be done. It's a matter of finding the time and uh, putting it all together. How are the other other places like Telegram, or maybe maybe there are some Skype groups, some WhatsApp groups on domains? Are there some? I, I uh, the only groups I've ever really paid attention to are the Facebook groups on uh, domains, yes. and quite honestly, most of them stink. They're mostly people unmoderated posting crap that will never sell ever. Um, there's not really a group set up that is uh, set up to give out information, share information, and almost meet like a focus group uh, to do that and to do it. It's all about, uh, I'd like to sell, I don't know, blue, red, suede shoes .com or .net or .org, and I want a million dollars for it. Uh, most of the stuff I, I see there, and I actually, before this call, just coincidentally, I was on my phone, and I saw some of those messages come through, and I just left the groups because it's just filler for your phone that's unneeded. Now... LinkedIn groups focused on domains are much more powerful and they're for businesses and make more sense. Do you think so? Well, I think that a lot of the articles I read are, are at least there I can read articles instead of just random domain postings that uh, have no value and people think they're premium domains. It seems a little opinionated, but I think that the articles that we read there, the articles that we see, I read an article today from, uh, I don't even know what it's called, domaining. I'm not even sure what it's called. It's, it was Elliot's blog, and I read yes. a, an article uh, on that that came through to my phone today, and I found that interesting. Um, so the blog sites that are still publishing decent articles uh, are still interesting. I just don't find the, uh, the Facebook groups posting random domains helpful to anybody. 
Okay, and if you had the end forum, again, then you would probably or maybe you would direct all the traffic to the to a Facebook group. I would uh, direct it to some sort of a, a social media platform where there could be much more interaction, uh, less, um, more, same amount of moderation. I haven't been on there, so I don't know what they're doing, but I think it, uh, it could be a lot bigger and better if we started to educate the whole world about domains rather than just domainers. Facebook, Facebook groups are a mess. Yeah, they are because they're unmoderated and, or they're over moderated. Just, 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 just because of the structure, you cannot oh. have categories. I, I've had really large, good groups before. Yes. Um, and then I posted something for sale that I was selling through a uh, a page that I had attached to that Facebook account. And they banned me even though it wasn't a trademark. So I had to start up a new Facebook account. And I lost all those pages. So that's one of the problems with it is you need to find yes. a, a place where you can set up an online community where other people with similar interests already go. Or where you can post an ad like Facebook has about how to make money or how to do this or, or learn about domaining and actually get people interested without having to go out and advertise on hundreds of different sites yourself. Well, it does make sense. Okay, Adam, we have been already for an hour. It looks like the questions have stopped. Are there some things we have forgotten about to, to mention about evaluating domain uh, names? Um, not so much about evaluating domain names, but what I would suggest to people is that you start to do some research on trends. Uh, that are coming out, new trends and new things, and get yourself on those mailing lists so that you're alerted about trends in every industry, whether it be medical equipment, computer equipment, or anything else before it really becomes a thing so that you can start to invest in domains and ideas that will be here forever. And I'm talking about trends, not fads. So you're talking about little waves versus tidal waves. So you don't want to get on the, the little tiny waves that are going to come and go. You want to get on the big waves that are going to be here forever. So example, the batteries for um, cars, electric cars, huge right now. Huge industry, just about to take off, just about to grow. You want to pay attention to that. You want to pay attention to domains that are in this area, and you want to lock them down, especially in your CCTLDs. There's a lot of things that people do. And a lot of times, you can't use historical data because historical data, it's not a good guide to where you want to go. It's a good guide to where you've been. So thinking that something won't work or that the AI bots, chatbots right now, uh, before people thought they were ridiculous, but now they can answer 90% of your questions that people could ask when they go to your website. So just because something didn't work in the past doesn't mean it won't work now and you shouldn't give it a shot. So pay attention to all those trends, find out what's going on, find out what the latest technology is, the latest medical news, the latest on any possible thing you can find. The best thing you can do is get on trends list and be ahead of the game and ahead of everybody else who's just waiting for you to post the domain name so that they can go register stuff related to what you've already got. Sure. What's the proposal? Let us, let us, let's hear it. Okay, and Ingo says he has bought it. Not hard. Okay. Very good. Uh, what about emoji domain names? What are your thoughts on emoji domain names? So personally, I don't like them. I don't have any, and I will never get any. Any? Any. Canadian flag? Not interested. Canadian flag? No, I don't think 50 so. 50 bucks. Are you selling it to me? <laughs> no, no, no. 50 bucks. 
I mean, I'm, just, I'm just nice to you. I, I mean, if, probably not. I, I can't buy something I don't really believe in. I don't smoke marijuana, but I'd still buy marijuana domains, but I'm not really that into emojis. Okay. That's that's interesting. Should that's I so smile like an emoji? What about the net? Uh, I told you the only one I ever sold was uh, download.net. I actually was going through my phone the other day and I found a picture of it from when I had it like 15 years ago. And I thought even today the site looked pretty darn good. But I did, uh, I did sell. I do not own, I don't think I own any .nets at the moment. And I'm not saying they're bad. I just don't, don't focus on them. What, uh, while we are waiting for the suggestion, uh, are there in Canada, are there regions with their own uh, domain name extensions like do, uh, in Scotland.scot? So yeah. I know there's a .tor, T-O-R, uh, okay. but it's never been really taken off as Toronto. I think it may be more .tor, the underground world. Um, I don't know. Uh, or it could be Torrance. It could be something else. But I know there is a .tor um yes. we used to have to get uh dot for ontario we'd have to get dot on dot ca uh, if you were incorporated provincially you'd have to get it with the dot on and then they changed the laws about 15 to 20 years ago and said you could get dot ca but only if your company was matched with the exact same name as the dot ca and now the only thing we use here is dot com and dot ca if somebody wanted uh, we are still waiting uh mr one gallon uh we are waiting for your suggestion come on yeah, uh, if somebody wants uh, to play to play safe, and instead of buying hundred domain names, to buy one freeletter.com, what would you say? Uh, what I would say was, you want to buy it from a domainer or from somebody who doesn't know the value of what they have. Um, you can probably still find those uh, reasonably cheap. Probably your end user is going to be your better target. Um, somebody may be interested in five to 10,000, but they've probably already gotten thousands of emails from domainers already. Yes. Uh, but if you want to spend five grand and try to get one, uh, I'm sure you'll be able to find one. And then you may have to sit and wait depending on the letters. Are you saying it is possible to get a, an LLL.com for five grand? I'm saying you could certainly try to get one for five to 10 grand. And it really depends. What I would do personally is I would take a look at all of the sites that I could. Okay. with three letter.com domains look for one of the shitty sites that are out there and there's lots don't obviously if it's a big business you're not going to get it but if you see like a little a site that somebody made from a wordpress that looks like they haven't updated it in i don't know how long that's going to be your best bet not a site that is a landing page and not a site that looks like a real business okay and it looks like facebook is trying to hold the, the comments here you go here's the question and it is from the same owner. The video's online. I think it's a great, I think it's a good name. Deal or no deal. That's an interesting sales pitch. Yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it's a great name. I, I would tell you quite honestly that $2,000, you'd be selling yourself short. Um, that is probably a really good domain name that could sell for upwards of, see, this is one of those names where he's offering it at 2000 and I'm going to guess it's because he doesn't have the sales skills or the outbound skills to go find somebody who could really market this thing. But this is like a, a $50,000 name. 
So, would you like to get it? I'm thinking about it. I think. I will. Uh, I'm thinking very seriously about it. Um, I think it. And I think it's a good name at that price. I think any other users would be silly not to grab it. I would say give me a couple of days to get back to you, but I think we probably are going to have a deal. Here? I don't see any reason why I wouldn't purchase something like that. I just don't know if it's American or Canadian. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a, that's a very good question. So um, I can go through the alphabet quickly. Magical letters um, that people tend to shop for. Uh, a, B, C, D, uh, E, F, E, F, G, H, I is a magical letter as well. Uh, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Those are all good letters. You start to get into the Qs uh, near the end of the alphabet. Q, um, Z, uh, Y, not so magical. X, not so magical. So Q, X, Y, Z, not so magical. More popular letters like I, R, S, T, um, D, things like that. Very popular and very good. Feel free to email me a list of names you're thinking to purchase and I will tell you which ones are worthwhile. Okay. And if he says. Yeah, I'm already thinking about, uh, you know, you're going to sell it. I, I mean, that's going to sell for sure. I may even just help you broker this domain name and we'll split on it because I can get much higher than 2000 for it. Um, much higher. And I don't need an exclusive deal. <laughs> I don't need you to sign any crappy paperwork so that we can pretend we have it because it's on video. And so and it, if I market it for you, sorry, if I market it for you and sell it for 10, I'll tell you we sold it for 10. I won't tell you it was two and keep the eight. So for Mr. Von Gollen, what is the best way to contact you? Uh, he can contact me through email, adam.dicker at gmail.com. Um, and I will give you a definite answer within two days. But I would like to sell it for more so you can make more money and I can make more money. But I think it's a great name. Sounds and awesome. as for your uh, profile that we did, the portfolio review, data privacy, there's yes. a lot I can do to help him as well if he's interested. There you go. The question about what are your thoughts on .gold? The main names. Um, so I'd much rather have the uh, physical uh, gold in my hand than the dot gold. Um, one, yes. based, on, based on price and based on the fact that a lot of people in crypto and other things are diversing into gold and silver right now. Um, I think it could be good with the right name. I mean, you could build a brand like, is it sell gold or is it uh, Adams got gold dot gold? I mean, depends what it is, but anything that you're going to use like this, you will have to build a brand and you'll have to have some sort of a store where people can either buy gold or if you're doing a jewelry store, whatever you want but you'll have to be able to, you'll have to spend money on marketing. And if you're willing to do that, it's a good name. If you're not, you're going to need to hold on to it and wait till you find somebody who's willing to buy it and put money into marketing. Okay. And I'm into that. I'm in 50, 50. I'm in. And not only that, but I'll even do this for you. You keep the first 2000 because that's what you asked for. And then we split 50, 50 on everything over the 2000. That's a name I would broker in a second. In a second. Yeah, well, I meaning I would accept a broker a name like that in yes. a second. Not that I would broker it in a second, but 
I'm pretty sure that name's going to go pretty quickly. So we will be talking soon. So now, Mr. Gala, now it is all up to you. Either you I... take what is on the table or you take the promises oh. and potentially more. But, but from one of the top domainers in the world, not, not, not just known, top domainer in the world. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else who's watching this even reaches out before the two days are up and says, I'll take it for 2K. It's a good name. It's a community. And it, the good thing is it can be any type of videos. You can do subdomains. It could be medical videos. It could be podcasts. It could be anything. There's so many different things you could do. Bang. Deal. Perfect. So now I'm going to get to my sales skills and show you what I can actually sell it for. And we'll be able to follow this up in a week when okay. we do the interview on what it actually sold for. I will remember it. I will too, because I'll be working it. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. So we have more questions. So MX, uh, MX12, you can actually look up the guy. MX, MX12, crypto. Yeah. I'll look him up. He, he's a guy who sold R for, oh, and he does know lots and lots of crypto industry guys. So actually talking about one of the oldest extensions, yeah. So this was something that a lot of people believed in uh, when it first came out. Yes. Um, Very good and question. it, it would have been a great idea if the rest of the world uh, followed suit and put all of their adult domains on .xxx. Then it would probably be worth 100 or 1,000 times more than it is right now. But unfortunately, the company that put it out was only interested in a quick cash grab. And uh, it's still a good extension, but it's randable for the adult industry. Uh, there's a forum uh, where you can sell adult domain names. I've known it for years. It's called yeah. gfy.com. I don't know if anybody knows about it, but that's a place to go to try to sell those and to buy adult domain names. Uh, it stands for go F yourself, um, but it is a really, uh, it's been around for a long time. One of the best forums really still up and the forum has changed hands. And have you heard of the, of the owners? No. So Playboy has owned it, or uh, I think Playboy bought it, and they were losing money. Their business. Uh, How can you lose up. money on a forum? And the guy who built it was his name was Eric or something. But I absolutely love that forum. It yeah. is one of the best and one of the most quality of that forum. And if so, you want to sell something, you do not have to pay anything extra. So yeah. it is open. Just so, it takes a while for your account to be activated. So go back to the question. Um, I think they're good, but I think they could have been a lot better had the whole industry switched over to it and they had bought in and then everybody with an adult domain would use it. But of course, people are greedy. They wanted their existing traffic. They didn't want to switch over. And there were a lot of arguments about they couldn't get the same name with .xx as they had. So that was it. Awesome. So. Uh, do I own any UKs? Probably some two-letter ones or three-letter ones, yes, but that's about it. And it's not because I don't believe in them. Uh, maybe it's three-letter ones, I think, not two-letter ones. I don't okay. think there are two-letter ones. Well, maybe there are. Oh, in your portfolio? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what are your views? Uh, so I think that the, uh, the co.uk and the UK... Uh, Domains are excellent, um, and I, it's because the country believes in them. It's because the country uses them, and they're behind it. So uh, I think they're good. I would strongly suggest that you invest in shorter ones 
and put them away and wait for good offers because they will come in. What you spend now, and I'd have to check what a two-letter.co.uk goes for, um, and then take a look, maybe invest and see what we can do about sitting on it for a few years and uh, wait. I think we may even do some sort of a cool investment thing maybe later on in the, the year if your users want to do it where maybe you could set up the bank account and run things and we could almost set up like a stock portfolio of domain names and see how we do at marketing them where everybody has not, nobody puts in any money. Everybody puts in one domain and we work on marketing all of them to see what we can get. Uh, actually about uh, .co.uk's and .uk's uh, this Friday, this Friday, the same time as now. So seven, uh, so, not 7 p.m. No, 5, 5 p.m. I think. Yes. Or 7 p.m. Oh, I need to check the times. Uh, yeah, for 5 p.m. So 5 p.m. UK time, that's 12 afternoon, uh, Canada, Canada time. We have the founder of flip.uk. Mm. And after that, the next, uh, on, on the next show with Adam, we'll put both guys together. And he's got an amazing domain portfolio as well with .co.uk's and .uk's. He actually submitted, he submitted his portfolio uh, for review. And well, it would be, I think it would be amazing to have those both guys together. Actually, I really enjoyed the portfolio we looked at today because there is uh, some gold in there. So I'm happy with the one that we did. I think it was uh, enjoyable and we'll just keep doing them and have some fun. Yes. And those who, who have .com portfolios, don't be ashamed. Come on, submit them. No, I don't care any CCTLD. Actually, I'm curious about different CCTLD portfolios. I actually think that uh, UK domainers are really, really mature and their portfolios are so cool. So cool. Like, spot on, clean. Uh, I have a question for you Be before I uh, before I put up the next questions. Years ago, maybe seven, eight years ago, I dropped you a note and asked. Uh, oh, I did give you a suggestion uh, on Canadian domain name that was still available for registration. And it was a trend. So talking about trends, do you remember what was it? Uh, I'm sure not. I'm going to say no, but I still have my email court. Virtual court. Sorry? Virtual court. Virtual. Oh, virtual court. Virtual court. Yes. Oh, I, I definitely, I believe I did do it then because I own a bunch of those. Yes. And then I sent you a link from BBC on, on the train that was, that was coming up. And it was, it was available in Canada. So I checked it and I sent you the link. I'm pretty sure that I do own it and I'm pretty sure that I did grab it. What's interesting is I have my email from about 20 years ago. I, I look at emails from like 2000 and even uh, 2001. So I can definitely pull it up, but I definitely registered some virtual court domains. So I believe that I did do it. Do I remember getting an email? No, I have no, to be honest. I think, I, think, I think it was on LinkedIn or Facebook or something. God knows where. And what are what is your pricing on it? On it? I have I no idea. When I, you know, when I bought it. When I bought it, uh, when I registered it, uh, a year a year later, I had serious conversations with a local, with a local local lawyers lawyers office, and they do negotiations, arbitrage court. Uh, do you call it arbitrage court? No. Uh, I know it arbitrage. Uh, um, not arbitrage court. What no, it's not arbitrage. It's um, I forget the word for it. Yes. So so basically, business business courts. Yeah. Uh, business courts, yes, and we were we were we were thinking of doing a joint project, and we would call it virtualcourt.co.uk. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it is one of the 
very very rare to to work once. I, well, it's certainly getting better and better, especially with all this COVID stuff. Everything is virtual. Everything is going online. Yes, and well, that is the exact word: virtual court. Yes. That reminds me of another tip for the users who are still hanging on today. One of the next biggest things we know what SaaS is. Um, yes. The next biggest thing is TAAS, T as in Tom, transportation as a service. Get on those because those are going to be huge. TAAS. Mm -hmm. Transportation on, as a service. That's what it is. You can Google it and you'll see how big it is. It's one of those trend topics that I'm on that is going to be huge. And what does it mean? So transportation as service. So software as a service, I understand. Domains as service, I start understanding. Um, honestly, it's basically just saying it, it's talking about things like um, all kinds of different things as far as uh, transportation and the mega trend of shifting away from a transport model that that involves the ownership of vehicles um, yes. towards mobility. So it involves quite a few different things. It, it shifts away from owning cars and things like that to as a service. May I ask you, what is your pricing for virtu virtual court? Let's I have see. no idea, to be honest with you. I, I'd have to look. I have no idea. Oh, out of here. <laughs> well, that's a beautiful smile. <laughs> so you, you have forgotten about that domain name. Yeah, there's, there's thousands. I can't, honestly, I can't remember all of them. I can barely remember the one words, let alone two and three. God, yes. Just personally, really, really curious. About what? About virtual court. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, uh, sorry, sorry. Okay. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and let you know. Okay. No, no worries. So, Yanis is asking, uh, can you provide 50 to 50? Can I so, the difference is, um, on a domain name that I believe is sellable, like the one that we saw videos online, yes. On a portfolio where I have to look and find something, um, I could do that, but certainly I wouldn't spend time on a whole portfolio, but a name that I think is, pretty easy um yeah casino betting is another one too those are ones that i could i could sell the problem is i'm busy enough but i will definitely sell the videos online and then we can look at casino betting or other names that some users have i will use my sales skills to show you what we can do okay um i i do a lot of blockchain um i don't really know if i like unstoppable domains unstoppable domain no unstoppable domains. I don't really see a whole lot of value in that one. Nothing personal. Okay. Um, unfortunately, right now, I think the XXS tr X trend is accepted by the people who use it. And most of the world, if you ask them, if you go outside, it's my usual street test. If you ask people what it is, they're not going to know. And unfortunately, that's the trend right now. And the main thing, adult industry hasn't embraced it. That's the main thing. Well, the, the adult industry is huge, but honestly, well, one, I have one thing to embrace it. But another thing is to say that's that is our domain extension. Like yeah, that is, and no, that comes for for them. No, I agree. Yes. Anything else, Adam? No, nope. I am. Uh, I'll hand out my numbers and information. Anybody wants to reach out to me, um, if you want to talk about your life, I'm happy to do that too. Uh, my cell phone number is 416-884-0535. It's right here. I answer it directly. Um, and my email is adam.dicker at gmail.com. Anytime. And you are launching your site on 15th? I believe so, yeah. It will be ready to launch on the 15th. 
thank you very much for everybody. And thank you, Adam. Thank you. And see you next time. Bye.